0: I hope you're ready, Travis. Ready for what? This kid's corner is full of mysteries. Mysteries, huh? Should we hire a detective then, Joel? That's what Owen seems to think. So what kind of mysteries are we talking about? Good question. Let's listen in and see if we can find some
1: clues. By George Olin, did you
2: see this in the paper? Oh, i afraid I haven't given it any notice, my dear Jacobs. Pray tell what is going on in London today. It seems that the London Bridge is in danger of corrupts. That's British infrastructure for you, I suppose. Did they say why? No, though they are blaming the engineers who built the thing. People are clamouring to take the keys and lock them up. Sounds like a good friend Inspector Lestrade has his hands full. Hardly the kind of case I'm interested in.
0: Yes, quite. Beg pardon, detectives, but there's a man at the door to see you.
2: If it's the inspector, tell him we're busy solving cases that don't include bridges.
0: Well, it's not the inspector. Should I see him off, then?
2: I think we can clear off the schedule for the morning. Send him in, Miss Laura. I'll go fetch him. Were we really solving cases? I don't think I remember that.
3: Of course we were. The case of what the paper says this morning. Hmm, quite.
0: Here's the gentleman to see you, sirs.
3: Brilliant to meet you two. Quite the honor. Likewise, and you are? Oh, forgive me. It's Wimbledon. Everett Wimbledon. Not of Wimbledon Abbey. Yes, I'm afraid so. I watch every weekend. Truly? You are most kind. Which is your favorite episode?
2: Um, I assume that if you are here to see us, there is a matter of urgency, Sir Wimbledon.
3: Ah, ah uh, yes. Again, forgive me. I am here to ask you to help me find something. The one about the tennis match. I like that one too.
2: What specifically have you lost, Mr.
3: Everett? My family fortune. Well, then I suggest you hire an accountant. No, my family fortune. Game cartridge. I had it yesterday, but when I went to play it this morning, it was gone. Do they still make game cartridges, Olin? Not many. It was passed down to me by my father. It was a long road trip, and he knew I'd get bored. Well,
2: lucky for you, sir, we just happened to be bored enough to lend a hand. Come along, Jacobs. The game is afoot.
1: Really? I thought it was... Family fortune. You know what
2: I meant. Now, do be a good fellow and turn on the radio so I have something to listen to as I ponder this case. Right you are, Olin.
0: Hey, guys. Is there something wrong?
2: Kind of. Did you check in the truck, Everett? No. Why would it be in there, Olin? I don't know. Maybe you climbed in there for some reason.
0: Is somebody going to tell me what's going on, or are you going to make me guess?
2: Everett lost a game, and Mr. Jacobs and
3: I are trying to help him find it.
0: You lost it at Mr. Jacobs' house? But it's not even 9 o'clock yet.
3: I didn't lose it this morning. See, Mr. Jacobs invited my family over for dinner yesterday.
0: Wait, your parents came to Mr. Jacobs' house?
3: Sure. It's not that weird. Your parents have been here, too.
0: Yeah, for plays and parties and stuff, but not. Anyway, you were saying?
3: Well, I knew that they were going to talk about grown-up stuff, and that can get pretty boring. So I brought my dad's GameStation Mini, but when I got up this morning, I couldn't find it. That's why we're looking.
0: Makes sense. Where was the last place you remember having it?
3: Well, I remember playing before dinner, then we had dinner, and then we had to go get ready for church, and I don't think I remember having it after that. You went to church last night? I thought that was only a Sunday thing. Well, yeah, but it was Good Friday last night, so we had to go.
0: Good Friday? What's that?
3: You know, when we remember when Jesus died on the cross. I thought that sounded familiar.
0: Wait, people call the day we remember Jesus dying Good Friday? That's a little weird. What do you mean? What do you mean, what do I mean? Dying isn't good, it's sad. I'm pretty sure Jesus wasn't too pumped about it either.
3: She's got a point, Everett. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I didn't name the holiday, Olin. That's just what we call it.
0: So what you're saying is we need to ask Mr. Jacobs.
3: I mean, yeah, he'd probably know more than I would. Well, while we wait for him to
1: show up, I'm going to listen to the radio. Well, I've looked all over the house for your game, Everett, and I'm sorry to say I can't seem to find it anywhere. Game? The video game you had last night when your family came over?
3: Oh, right. I forgot that was still missing.
1: You forgot, huh? (laughs) You seemed pretty upset about it earlier. We've been a little distracted for the last half an hour, Mr. Jacobs.
0: Yeah, we have a question for you.
1: A question, huh? Sounds like it's a good one if it distracted you guys from looking for our video game. Well, it's kind of important.
0: Yeah, it's about Good Friday.
1: That is important. What about it, Laura?
0: It's in the name. Everett told us that Good Friday was when we remember when Jesus died on the cross. But what I want to know is, why would we ever call a day like that good? It's not good. Jesus died. His friends didn't go home and have a party afterwards.
2: Unless the Bible says they did.
1: (laughs) Well, I don't think they did, Olin. And I can see how when you look at the story as it happened, it doesn't look like a good thing at all. But when you look at God's bigger plan, it is the best thing that could ever have happened.
0: You're going to need to explain that one some more, Mr. Jacobs.
3: Yeah, was Jesus dying part of a plan?
1: Only the biggest rescue plan in history. It all started when God made the world. So basically it started when everything started? Right. God made the world and it was just as he wanted He made earth, the solar system, the animals, the plants, and he made people to take care of all these things and to be his friends. Friends? Was God lonely? The Bible doesn't say. And though I can't say either way for certain, he does have feelings. And besides, you don't have to be lonely to make new friends.
0: And so he did. He made some friends.
1: That's right. But as you know, we decided not to be God's friends. We stopped living the best way God has for us, and we started to do terrible things instead.
3: We did? I mean, I know there are some pretty bad people out there, but I'm just a kid. I'm not that bad.
2: Yeah, we're not robbing banks or anything. The worst thing we do is being mean to kids at school or something.
1: I didn't say you were the worst of the worst, but sin and bad things we do is still sin. I didn't say you were the worst of the worst, but sin, the bad things we do, is still sin. Like it says in James 2.10, if we do one bad thing, we might as well have done all the bad things because like we read in Romans 6.23, doing bad things only leads to death. And as you already pointed out, (laughs) death isn't good. So God made a plan? He did, and Romans 5 lays it all out. We were enemies of God, but he gave up his only son so that he could die in our place. By doing this, it made a way for us to not die but instead live forever with him, just like he wanted from the beginning. And that's good news for God and us.
0: Yeah, but I still don't understand why Jesus had to die for it all to work out in the end.
1: Well, I might have a drama script that might help explain. Does that sound good?
3: Yeah, I guess.
1: All right then, I'll go look for the script. And we'll listen to the radio, got it. Ah of Lionel Jacobs comes the daunting drama, The Two Gardens, an adapted biblical parable about difficult decisions. Once upon a time, there were two siblings, Polly. Hi. And Wally. Hello. These two got along as most brothers and sisters do.
0: He can be a little annoying when he wants to be.
3: Only when she smells bad, which is all the time.
0: Yeah, Wait, what?
3: Okay, kids, that's enough.
0: He started it, Dad.
3: Well, I'm here to finish it. I've got something for you guys to do instead of bickering. Aw, we like bickering.
0: Yeah, it's how we
3: bond. And now you have a new way to bond. I've got a present for you
1: guys. A present? Ooh. Their dad opened a large box, and inside there were dozens and dozens of...
0: Seed packets? That's not very exciting.
2: No, it's cool. Look at all the different plants we can grow.
0: I like the packaging. I want to collect them all. If I have all the different kinds of plant seeds, I'll be the greatest gardener ever.
3: Guys, this isn't what I was going to give you. Wouldn't you rat? You know, forget it. Have fun with your seeds. Weird kids.
0: We will. Hey Wally, trade you a pack of watermelon for your rainbow carrots.
3: Make it a cantaloupe and you've got a
1: deal. A little while later, Polly was enjoying sorting her collection of seed packets when she saw her brother carrying a big shovel.
0: Hey, where are you going?
2: I'm starting my own garden. Wanna join me?
0: Your own garden?
2: Sure, I'm gonna plant all these cool seeds. Plant them? Yeah, that's what you do with seeds.
0: But if you plant them, how will you have fun with them? I like my packages of seeds and the sound they make when I shake them.
1: But Wally was not deterred. He set to work burying all the seeds as per the instructions on the packets. Once he had finished, he stood back and looked at his new garden.
0: More like a patch of torn up lawn. You know, you've just made the biggest mistake ever, right? Dad gave you all sorts of cool seeds and you basically threw them all away. You know they're gone forever, right?
1: It would seem Polly was right. For weeks the garden sat there, looking like a patch of torn up lawn. But fast forward to the end of the summer and Wally's patch of dirt had undergone a transformation.
3: Whoa, look at this. Wally, where are you?
1: Welcome to my jungle.
3: Would you like some tomatoes? Sure. This is incredible. Hey, Polly, come see Wally's jungle.
0: I've seen it, I've seen it. He might have a whole bunch of plants, but you know what he doesn't have? Seed packets?
3: Hey, Dad. If I saved up
2: all the seeds from these vegetables and dried them out, do you think I'd end up with the same amount I had before?
1: Way more, bud, way more. The moral is, sometimes God asks us to give up things that we really care about, and this can be very hard. Sometimes it can seem like we're just throwing away our gifts, and other times it feels like God is just being mean. But what we need to realize is that by giving up these things, God can take our loss Turn it into something beautiful. Just like when he gave up his only son to save the world. Looking thoughtful there, Laura. I take it you have some questions about what we've been talking about today?
0: Yeah, I guess. Though it's still the question I had before we read the script about the kids in their gardens. Why did Jesus have to die?
1: Hmm, okay. Maybe I wasn't clear enough. You see, when we do wrong things, the Bible tells us that someone has to... No,
0: I get that part, Mr. Jacobs, the wages of sin is death and all that. But what I mean is, why did Jesus have to die? God can do anything, right? He can make it so no one has to pay, right? He could just say, I don't like this, so I'll change it. And then, poof, not a
3: problem anymore.
1: Oh, I see. That's an interesting point. Wait. God
3: can do that?
1: Well, yeah, Everett. God can do anything.
3: Is that true, Mr. Jacobs?
1: (laughs) Well, you know, the Bible does say in verses like Matthew 19.26 and Ephesians 3.20 that God can do things that are beyond anything we think is possible. So when it comes to changing the way the world works, I think he's more than able to do it.
0: Yeah, but that doesn't answer my question. Why doesn't he?
1: That's not something that the Bible comes right out and tells us, Laura. So I don't know if any answer I have is the perfect answer, or even the right answer. But what I can do is look at other places in the Bible and find things that might hint at why He makes the choices He does. Hints like why. Take 1 Peter 2.21, for instance. There God tells us that Jesus was an example for how to live. He had all the power to change everything around Him, so life would be easy. (laughs) But instead, he did it the hard way to show us that living for God is possible, even without universe-bending powers.
3: Okay, that kind of works, but is there another reason you can think of?
1: Just one comes to mind. There are a lot of times that God asks us to do things for Him that are hard. Maybe it's doing what is right, even if other people will treat us badly for it. Or perhaps He wants you to tell the truth, even if it will get you in trouble. Whatever the case, He shows us that though he asks us to do a lot for him, he has done way more for us. He came to earth, died a terrible death, and paid for all of the evil and wickedness in the history of the world. If he changed the rules so it was super easy for himself, then it wouldn't seem fair that we would have to do something that our God wouldn't even do for us.
0: Okay, yeah, That makes sense.
1: Right, but what part of the Bible talks about it like that, Mr. Jacobs? Well, you know, I usually spell it out for you, but this time, why don't you guys look it up for yourselves?
3: Look it up? Where would we even start? Yeah, you can't just leave us with nothing to go
1: on. I'm not the only one who knows about the Bible, you know. I'm sure you can talk to a parent, a pastor, or a Sunday school teacher about it, and they'd be able to give you a hand. As for me, I've got to go to the church and help set up for tomorrow. It's going to be an early morning.
0: But you, you can't... Ugh. Do you guys know if Miss Tabitha is home? She's a Sunday school teacher.
3: I think she's out of town. But we can't ask my dad. He has a Bible study on Wednesdays. Sounds like a good place to start. Let's go.
0: Wait up! I need to turn off the radio!